welcome everyone to Circle the Bay Podcast Top Five Picks of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. And this is the host of Thieves One I've been see here with my other host, Familia. We even know we're missing one of the four horsemen, but it, we're still the four horsemen of podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Mike is, is still an official member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just taking a he's taking a vacation. Yeah. He's just taking a, yeah, he's taking a vacation. He needs a break. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the director himself who directs you everywhere, anywhere, especially to go see Fate Destroyed because you have to see the Marine 17, part, part 19 is coming out, John Cena. <laughs> you can't see that movie. Yeah, nobody can, ever. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The director himself, the one and only Chris Kennedy. And of course, we have Mr. 69. With the 69 reasons and the 69 answers and the questions and thoughts. Overall, he loves 69. I just, that's all I know. But yes, he is Mr. MGC Okada, I guess. Callis. But I was waiting for MGC Cena or John Cena. I guess <laughs> I was waiting for Well, you can't see that. <laughs> there you go. I can't see that. No. And that's right. <laughs> Ladies in and gentlemen, honesty, we are. In all honesty, Ivan, I haven't seen any of these moments because you you've never seen them. I'll never see oh. him, ever, <laughs> ever. And we, and we are here today, ladies and gentlemen, to give our top five picks of, of course, John Cena moments, ladies and gentlemen. So just to you know, because this Monday on my birthday, well, June 27th, John Cena made his debut on SmackDown June 27, 2002. So we are celebrating and commemorating his 20 years in WWE we are going to go ahead and speak about moments, matches, everything of John Cena here, ladies and gentlemen. And to show you guys, you know, once again, you know, how did John Cena make his debut? I'm going to go ahead and pull that up right now very briefly so you guys can see how this individual made his debut on SmackDown. Here we go. I'll show the video because I want to do this for seven seconds because I don't want to get struck by YouTube since it's WWE. So it's only seven seconds. Here we go. John Cena. What is the one quality that you possess? Ruthless aggression. There you go. That slap it around the world. <laughs> was, that his, was that his first time on camera in WWF? Yes. Or? Yes. WWE. Okay. I thought he uh, came out and had like a really terrible match or something. And then like they evolved into that angle. Pun intended. Yeah. No, that was his first television, you know, program. Because, right. like, you know, he did the OVW, but that was just OVW. Yeah, he was got it up. Uh, Rick Bass, UPW, in yeah, he, just before who, who that. Here, who here still remembers his original theme? The I don't remember that. I remember he was on Manhunt. Was <laughs> go watch this. <laughs> go watch Manhunt. Go watch Paintball Guns. Yeah. So basically, it was like Survivor, except they. It was basically it was it was like Fortnite, but, but real. They dropped like ten people on an island. And then they were like, good luck. And then they're like, why? And then on the other side of the island, there was like three professional wrestlers with paintball guns that were hunting them. <laughs> John, <laughs> Cena was, John Cena was the leader. <laughs> and, really? Uh, he had to use a golf cart to go around. I'll bring up, I'll bring up the footage. John Cena had to go around this island and like hunt down the participants like he was hunting people, like most dangerous game. Yeah. That's where I, I knew John Cena from that first. So when he showed up and I knew he was the prototype from UPW, I was like, this guy? And then 25 <laughs> years later, whatever it is, I'm like, yeah, all right. 
Cool. John Cena's the man. That's right. He is the man because, you know, even though it's 20 years strong and to this day, to this day, to this this day, day. (laughs) that's right. To this day, ladies and gentlemen, that is right. He still, we got to get, you know, his credit, his credentials and everything besides in the ring, outside of the ring. He's the most, he's the one with the Guinness, you know, book of records with the most Make-A-Wish Foundations. And this guy has done incredible work outside of the professional wrestling world and the film industry. So we're here to pay tribute to you, Cena. I even tagged you on Twitter so you can love, love that. So now let's go to the wheel and let's see who's going to give their top five John Cena picks. So let's go to that wheel. There you are. You are the beautiful wheel. Spin that wheel. All right, here we go. Spinning the wheel. Manhunt. What the fuck, man? Why does always gotta be me? <laughs> Jesus, Why me? man. Why man. me? Uh, that's. Uh. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Why is always gotta be me? Why? Jesus, man. I'm always last, too. It's weird. It, it, it's because you, you guys, both of you guys are best for last, man. Fuck it. Fuck it. I was like. <laughs> All right. Oh, all right. Let me write. Okay. So my number five is this is going to be a tough one. Here it is. All right. Here we go. So my number five will have to be when, you know, yeah, it's going to be when John Cena, when he, when John Cena challenged Brian Danielson or Brian Bryanson or, or Brian. With John Cena challenge Brian Danielson at SummerSlam and for the WWE title. And this was the first time that Brian won the belt and defeated John Cena. John Cena put him over. And they had one of the most incredible feuds because Brian was the under underdog in this story. And Cena, like their whole storyline was just like, you can't beat me. And and you know Brian be like, oh, I'm a prof- I'm a professional wrestler. You are not a professional wrestler. You don't deserve for me to slap you in the face like how they do in Japan. <laughs> oh my oh, god, yeah. I- the Enoki, the Enoki. Move. Yes, the Enoki move. Oh man, and, and and me being there live as well, I was in attendance to see Daniel Bryan winning the WWE title from Cena, and Cena dropped the belt for him, and I was really happy that Cena. Chose him directly because at first Vince did not want it. Vince was like, no, I'm not pushing him. No, but until finally Cena, you know, at that time Cena was already the, the main one in the locker room. He's still calling the shots. He was the head of the table. John. He got Aaron Riley fired. Like, fuck, man. Oh, yeah. He, oh, that's right. He got uh, Alex Anderson. Riley fired. Alex, yeah, Aaron, yeah, Alex, sorry, Aaron Riley's an MMA fighter. <laughs> Alex Riley and Mr. Kennedy. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. He had that power. So, I mean, I had to give it a seal for Maybe even Ryback, but I think that might have just been Ryback. I I feel like that might have been just Ryback getting himself fired. Oh, yeah, no, Ryback got himself fired. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, that was uh, one of the greatest summers, 2013 summer stuff. There you go. That's what it was. And uh, I, like I said, I, I give it a Cena. He sold for Brian. 
and they put a hellacious match, and I enjoyed it. What's going on, Mike De Niro? Make sure you subscribe to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. But yes, um, that is my number five pick. So I'll show the picture very quick so everybody can see this match that I'm talking about. People don't know. That's right. Cena versus Brian Danielson. That's right. So Paul Levesque being. What is good, Devin? This right, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you subscribe to Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. That's, they're having a fantastic show that they came out earlier today. Well, yes, that's my number five pick. My number four pick for John Cena is his feud with Kurt Angle. When it was a Thugonomics era, when Kurt Angle was clowning John Cena, it was like, my name is Kurt Angle. I, mean, I forgot what it was. It. I used to echo log. Or I, I, I feel like Matt knows it. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> Matt might know that one. Um, that feud was amazing because that heelish style uh, of John Cena, him being the, you know, the that Eminem version that we all like, oh, he's like another Eminem you know, version, but in pro wrestling. And then John Cena, of course, I mean, uh, Kurt Angle, uh, he was a face at the time. And I enjoyed just seeing Angle and Cena every time these two guys going at it. They always put fantastic matches. And that feud, seeing Kurt Angle and telling Brian, Brian Hebner is a fucking, <laughs> just doing like, Doing the fucking beat for him. Give me a beat. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so I that one I really enjoyed a lot. Um, that rap battle between them, it, it was amazing to see that man. I, I I really enjoyed it. That's my number four pick right there. And, and to give everybody the idea of what I'm talking about, I'm gonna just go ahead and put the picture very up too as well, so everybody can get, have an idea that of what I'm speaking about. And I'm talking about this one right here when Kurt Angle. Was dressed like this. Oh Jesus Christ! Look at that. <laughs> How he ever broke that neck is beyond physics. Oh my God, dude! That twice he broke yeah. his neck twice, and you know, congrats to Kurt Angle not having new knees. Both knees are replaced now. He can stand straight. So there you go. Congrats, but no more wrestling for Kurt Angle. So there you go. That's my number four. Uh, my number three. My number three pick would be John Cena, JBL feud when finally John Cena won the WWE title at SummerSlam. I've been at SummerSlam. I'm WrestleMania 21, excuse me. And I'm glad. Yes. Even she said yes. I was glad that uh, Cena got his final, finally got that push with the, you know, ending the feud with the big show for the U.S. belt, ending that and dropping the U.S. belt to, to Carlito. And then finally, Moving on into WrestleMania 21 and winning the winning the championship, so I was really happy uh, that he won that championship and he deserved it. John Cena deserved to win that championship belt, and I was I was really really happy to see Cena the world champion. That's for sure because he well deserved. And it was it a took, change of an era. It was one of the last big times there was a seismic shift. And who the face of the company was. You're right. Yes. And that was between, and that was a time when we saw not only Cena, but Batista to remember when yeah. he beat Triple H. It, it, with with no respect to JBL, he was never the face of the company. He was never the poster boy. He was never the big name on the marquee at WrestleMania. Like no one was looking at a poster of his big ugly mug on the front going, let's get that. <laughs> so there you go. Look at that right there. This moment right there winning that belt. 
Yeah. You gotta, yeah, you gotta give it a Cena, man. It was what is going on, Frank? Jofo. That's right. Make sure you subscribe to Jofo in the Ring. Make sure you subscribe to them on their YouTube platforms and audio platforms. But yes, that's my number three pick right there. Cena winning the WWE title from JBL WrestleMania 21. Ooh, my number two pick. My number two pick will have to be. It has to be him and Kevin Owens. That feud when Kevin Owens came in, when he came in from NXT to the you know to WWE, debuted with John Cena, and Cena put him over too, and that was mwah, Chef's kiss right there because. We all know the credentials of, of Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen. And then for Owens to be the first feud with Cena, amazing. I really enjoyed that. That was, I was like, yes, this is a feud that we wanted to see. And then it happened, and Cena put him over. I, and that was amazing. I, I think that was one of the greatest feuds that I ever seen. And I think for me, I don't, I know I'm going to get heated for this, but I think this, this, uh, I, if it wasn't for this feud, I don't think we will see the charisma of Kevin Owens of where's it at today. That's just my opinion. I mean, he had the mic skills in NXT, right? But however, though, I think with this feud with John Cena kind of elevated his, his charisma and his mic skills a little bit more better than where it's at right now to this day. To this day. And there you go. See, there to you go. To this day. That's right. See, that was a fantastic feud right there. I enjoyed that a lot. So that's let's see, it's four, five, four, three, two, and my numero uno, my numero uno. <laughs> we finally got to see it. Out of all these years, we finally get to see the match that we all been wanting to have, because a lot of people were talking about it, and that is, of course, John Cena. Versus The Rock for the first mm. time at WrestleMania, and that was yes. And, you can't and I was, see me. You can't see me. You can't see me. <laughs> you can't see me. You can't. What, what's what's all with these colored shirts? What are you you're like a, a fruity pebbles? Like <laughs> I remember when he told him that. <clears throat> so yes, this right here was a fantastic feud, and I think this is the one that Cena needed. Just to for his legacy, for his career, to kind of close the chapters with the with the Rock because we seen Hogan Rock. Now we needed Cena Rock because this is how you mentioned, Chris. This is a a new era, uh, uh, you know, for for Cena and Rock was the Attitude Era. So those the Attitude Era meets the ruthless aggression era. It, it, it needed to happen. It needed to happen, and and, and it did. Just like how Kevin Owens has his with, with Steve Austin, he had his on WrestleMania. This was Cena's moment with The Rock. And and they made it twice for WrestleMania. And I enjoyed that. That, you know, The Rock defeated Cena the first time. Cena beat it, you know, defeated The Rock for the championship the second time. And and now there's still one to one. Are we gonna see a part three? Is there is is there gonna be a part three? That's the question. We don't know if that's gonna happen. So I have no idea if that's gonna happen. I think I think they're just battle now <laughs> at the moment. I say that again. 
they're just battling it out at the box offices and rather than uh, in wrestling. Yeah. I don't know if the Rock and the Cena have ever had anything put out at the same exact time. You know what? That's a good question. They haven't. They have not. They yeah. They they haven't yet. It's like what was it Jungle Cruise? I mean, I don't know of anything that the John Cena has done that's really crushed the box office. I mean, and I'm not even saying compared to the Rock. I just yeah. mean at all. I Jungle think- Jungle Cruise was way bigger than what was it the step what was it stepdad step what was it ex husband whatever that was. I, yeah, I know what your stepdad. Yeah, I know what you're, I know what movie you're talking about, but nothing John Cena has ever done. All due respect. Has ever come close to anything the Rock is. Even yeah, that's very true. Movie, I don't think John Cena has come close to with his best. Oh man, yeah. I have two honorable mentions. The one honorable mention I will have to bring up is one of the most funniest one because it just Cena being a part of this segment. And I'm going to show the picture. What's segment I'm talking about? This is the one where I'm obviously Papa Vinny is involved in this because he walked over there and saw Cena. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. god. What's, what's up, wow. I, I mean, What's up, my ninja? My ninja. He cocked that out of my brain. I've been thinking. What's up, my ninja? <laughs> Tell me that. I swear, when I saw this on national television, you know, just see, hear McMahon saying the word. Like, oh, you know, I'm not going to say it, but him seeing it. Ninja. Like, hey, just say ninja. I'm not even going to say ninja because I, I know that preference already. People I don't I, like using good. that word. We're good. Nigel. But, but it's just like. You know, keep it up, my brother. And like, what? And I, I'm like, he, he, I'll I'll Tucker, I'll let Tucker. What the hell did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have been that way too. Like, what? Like, oh, mm, son of a bitch. That's right. <laughs> and seeing Booker T tell me he did not just say that. <laughs> like that was like. Oh. <laughs> I love that one. I think that one was, oh, my God, amazing. Funny-ass segment from Cena. You know, that's one of the funniest ones that I swear. Like, I don't think I don't think even Cena knew that Vince was going to say that. I don't think he knew at all. There's no way Cena could have found out he was going to say that word. But it shocked the shit out of me, I'll tell you that. Uh, so that's one of the ones that I do like. And another one. That I did enjoy, and people un- really, you know, this is an underrated feud. And but this feud, I think, without this feud not happening, it would not make this individual where he's at today. And I'm gonna just, I'm gonna put the picture so you guys can see it and know what I'm talking about. It makes it easier, so you guys can know. And let me see, Jesus Christ, I just had it. All right, here we go. The picture, picture, picture. Yes, here we go. This is the one that made this guy with this feud. Yeah, talking about Edge. Edge, yep. The rated R superstar feud with John Cena. I think that was like one of the, you know, most underrated feuds they ever had. Like people don't really talk about it, and it should be spoken about because Edge and Cena stole the fucking show on their fucking their feuds. They're made on this best. day. Oh, it's clearly. It's clearly. Yeah. I don't know the rest. <laughs> I don't know the rest. I but like yes, I do too. Um, this, this, and then you know, then especially that uh, match at TLC when he put Edge through those three tables, or was it four? I don't remember. But and then even and then Cena beating him up in the hotel, and then him interrupting the you know the 
sex, the life sex on Raw when it was him and Lito. <laughs> and he didn't see how he, he, yeah, ouch. <laughs> he interrupted. Yes, <laughs> I think I think that's probably what inspired a meme because they they actually made a meme, a little like comic strip where it's a guy and a girl is like, "Are you ready? And are you ready for SummerSlam?" And then John Cena pops out. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess say that's my list, man. I think those, yeah. Those were the epic moments that I remember of Cena that I cherish a lot. And man, there's so there's a lot more I could add, you know. But these are the ones that I can remember by far from Cena. Right. Let's back to the wheel. Let's see who goes next. Oh, El Director. Everyone, oh, we're everyone but Ivan is on there twice. <laughs> <laughs> rigged, rigged. <laughs> um, yeah, this list can. I mean, I'm having a problem putting them in order. Basically, I could just literally rattle off all five of them, and they would totally fit in any position. Couple so weeks that we being, live, baby. We're live. A couple weeks of dirty heels. Um, man. So my number five. Let's. Let's do the 2008 Royal Rumble. Ooh, there we go. No one thought he was going to come back from injury that soon. He came in at number 30. Uh, that music popped, and so did the crowd, and it might have been his biggest pop of all time. Um, super epic. Great entrant. Um, classic Rumble. And, uh, I mean, a absolute surprise. I don't know who people thought it was going to be, but I don't think Cena was on anybody's list. That's for sure. Um, number four... The Rock beating Cena at, or sorry, Cena beating The Rock at WrestleMania 29. Um, it had to happen eventually. And I think that Cena was the underdog in every aspect. Uh, on the mic, in merch sales at the time, TV time, like Cena was just coming for that spot. And it took a while for him to take The Rock out and claim that spot. And he finally did it. And it's been his, I mean, it was his for years after that, rightfully so. Um Number three, let me let me let me spin some ideas in my head because I know what my number one is. I know what maybe my number two is. I'm on number three. Let's do the Kevin Owens uh, loss for a lot of reasons. This was the peak of the time where all the smarts on the dirt sheets online were talking shit on Cena, not being you know he was being a gatekeeper he was squashing the up-and-coming talent he wasn't putting anybody over he was uh sort of calling roman reigns uh the part-timer i think around that time where people were like bro you're only here like once a week um kind of pulling the brock lesnar schedule and so he came out lost to owens and people were like he just put an indie guy over on raw so he kind of at least at that time shattered the illusion that he was just there to collect that check and squash the the up-and-comers I didn't think it was going to happen. He took some crazy bumps. I think he took that crazy um, – I think it's called the Yoshigatari, whatever. the. It's a knee brain buster from the top rope, Kevin Dome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, I can't believe – I'm pretty sure John Cena took that. I, I think this may have been the debut of Cena doing the backpack stunner where Cena really wasn't oh. Yes. Cena wasn't known for doing new things, especially moves that were, like, quick. Um yeah, so that is my number three. 
Um, man, two left, huh? You got honorable right. mentions. I got it. I got honorable mentions. Yeah, I definitely have those. I have one. Uh, number two has to be the debut, the ruthless aggression, the slap her around the world. Still a terrible gimmick. It was very, very parallel to the Rocky Maivia character, the blue chipper. He came out and was very happy to be there, stoked to be on TV. But it started an era after that. Uh, they, I mean, literally went from Attitude Era to Ruthless Aggression. That is what that period of wrestling is called. And it all started with the slap across the broken freaking neck. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and number one absolutely has to be his first championship reign, WrestleMania 21 against uh, JBL. No one ever, I don't think, saw him beating, and I think he did beat Ric Flair's official title reign record. This was the first of many championships John Cena would hold. John Stewart be damned. He went on to break that record, and it all started there. Oh, uh, hell yeah. All right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mention yeah. David. Um, Definitely the Royal Rumble botch with Batista that was so perfect it had to be planned. It wasn't. Oh, yes. That made zero fucking <laughs> That made no sense how perfectly that was timed. You could only have written that. That I don't know how that was not planned. That was the perfect ending. Everything from how they landed at the same time to Vince coming out and restarting the match, that is pure television script drama, and it was all accidental. Um. Yeah, that is the only honorable mention that I can think of off the top of my head. What? So, yeah. No, I, no, hell no, no, no. There's so no. many moments, though. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you one, but hold on. Let me show the picture of the one you're talking about, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you another one that this should be in, oh, right in your heart because and you know where I'm going to go with this, but I'm, hold on. Let me show you the first. This is the one you're talking about with Vince right there. Fucked up his <laughs> Tore his quads. 90-year-old man. Tore the ligaments or out of his kneecaps. Yes. Now let me give you. I'm gonna add for you because you know I love you. Because this is a, this is one. You should be the. I, I'm surprised that this was never came across your mind. Did he ever go down to NXT? Did he ever do no, that? No. Okay, that's not what I'm about. There was a rumor he was gonna go down to NXT and challenge for the NXT Heavyweight Title or something. I forget what rumor that was, but that would have been it for sure. I'm gonna show you the pictures. And I'll, and I'll give you a clue. Oh, ECW. Yeah. 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 yeah How yeah. the hell did you forget about that? There's so many moments. And yeah, they were, tell they me were that already, was an instant classic. They, they threw were going to throw back. They were already throwing soda before the match started. They were going to throw bricks at him if he won that match. <laughs> I'm already spilling beer because of that. You caught me off guard. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. And it was at um, in Wilkes-Barre at the Hammerstein Ballroom, which is ECW's original home and home away from home. It was enemy territory every time a WWE guy stepped foot in that arena, for sure. Oh, hell yeah. I even remember when Randy Orton, he stepped in and they were flicking him off like, yeah, like there was a kid was pushing him. Like, fuck. I'm surprised that they kept their composure, like being so close to the fans. Like, I was really like, wow, those are ECW crowds. Now you guys gotta be careful. Most definitely, yeah. Oh yeah, we are a rowdy bunch. I've been to one ECW event, one real ECW event, and it was wild sauce. Oh, Mister MGC Okada. 
we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit outside of the bounds of just WWE, but um I'm gonna start with the WWE moment. John Cena speaking Chinese to Kevin Owens right after Kevin Owens speaks French. You know, it's a nice, you know, balance. And then I'm gonna switch to some good old fashioned Americana. They <laughs> tried to hit him with a Kamikami Hodge. I think he was new finisher. <laughs> Whatever, whatever that fucking move was. Oh yeah, yeah. my finger death punch. I'm looking for that All picture because right. I... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump right away to my number four. You know, so number four, it's not, it's a John Cena moment, but it's not a WWE moment. John hey, Cena. That is, you're correct. The rules say John Cena moments. Yeah, not WWE. That's the move right there. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> So it's John Cena touring around Shanghai and having the stuff on a stick and him it's combined with another moment and him advertising Lao Gan Ma chili sauce in Chinese. Like Zhong Wen, Zhong Wen no like and and Lao Gan Ma chili sauce. I'll, as a as a hot sauce person, Chris, are you familiar with this? It's like a chili oil, you know. I'm familiar I've probably had it, but I wouldn't have known it. Ice cream. ice cream in China. He goes in China. Yeah, you eat ice cream. A lot, ice cream. A lot. I'm pretty sure they get him for a lot of advertisements, cars, whatever they could get. John. Oh Cena yeah, that's why he was. That's why he was there. He was. He was doing something specific. I forget what, but it was all advertising. Yes. Yeah. They get that that John Cena money. Number number three. My number three. So I'm doing five to one. My number three is John Cena inventing when he finally dubbed his move the FU. You know, I guess when he invented it. Yeah. You know. Well, it was it was a it was a dig at the uh, the F five because it was almost mm-hmm. the same move. It was, and I think that that was somewhat of a leading up to his rivalry with Brock Lesnar. So that was like you know the FU and the F five, and I kind of missed like when when they went PG and he called it the AA. I was like. In the, like I started watching again for a little bit. I'm like, why is it called the AA? I thought I thought this was called the FU. What the heck happened? Like all these years have got to. I haven't been watching. I didn't watch for like maybe like five or six years. So I was like, why is it called the AA now? So I was I, I was kind of confused. That's the feud right there. See, that was the when Lesnar became a champ, like right after WrestleMania 19. Yeah, yeah I think Cena was his first feud uh, for Backlash. That it was John Cena right there. That was the beginning of it. And that's Yo, how we talking I, about the F5. I'm messing with the F U. You and then holds up the <laughs> microphone to the audience. Uh yes. number t- number two, it's a moment I think uh I have in common with you guys. It would be the ruthless aggression with Kurt Angle. You know, that, that definitely was uh, what really stays with me the most was the theme song, though, just because the flashing yellow lights and it you know, yellow tights, the shorts, you know. I think I think another uh, antidote, antidote, antidote about uh, John Cena. I like his story about him, you know, eating pizza. You know, he, did, he couldn't really afford a whole lot, so he would eat it. Like, if you ate an entire pizza at this one restaurant, they would give it to you for free. And so he, would, he went there like two or three times. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. I will absolutely challenge and accept it. It must have. I think it was. It was over in, uh, it had to be in, in uh, it had to be in Ohio, because it was for, it was back during those days. 
the OVW days when he was like really broke. He was saying, like, so that it was, it was back to that time, All right? My number one, let's do this. The JBL I quit match. JBL I quit match. I watched that on repeat. Like him, him facing JBL, all that blood. I really thought he was gonna hit him with that with that truck pipe with the truck exhaust pipe, you know. Like the second he ripped it off and was holding it high and screaming, and then right away JBL's like, no, 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 I quit, I quit, <laughs> you know. And that was like everything in that match, the blood, yeah, Jesus, I I felt that down in here, like you know. I I. I I still rewatch it now. Sometimes when I want to think back on brutal matches, I still think about that match, like almost like every other day. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> that was. I think I I agree. I think that was one of the most brutal, bloodiest match that I see that Cena had. I, I'm not gonna I, compare it to anybody else, but I think, damn, that was. They really went all out on that one. I don't know how bad Cena bled on that one, but Jesus Christ, man. JBL, like with that with that match, I kind of think about like I quit matches. You don't always have to use a submission move. You don't always have to have a submission move in your arsenal. It just right. really, it's all about endurance and and you know well, like Rock and Mankind. It took fourteen chair shots to the head, and it and, wasn't uh, in an overdubbed audio tape. Oh yeah, I use the audio tape. <laughs> so there's so many different ways out of it. So it's just. You know, you don't need a submission move. You could just and, – and and I was thinking about, like, Stone Cold and Bret Hart. I'm like, okay, they, like, Stone Cold doesn't officially have submission moves as his finisher, but he just added some in, and then he was choking Bret Hart with the cable, you know, and I was thinking about yeah. that. And comparing this to that, this is, you know, a different – a whole different animal. All right? I've got – I've got uh, – <laughs> I've got some interesting honorable mentions. Okay. You know, I think – you make all five of my girlfriends jealous. Each one of them wants to beat me. Like the with, with Stephanie McMahon. Oh, that woman. Um, the, the other one would be... I, I think the other one would be his rap battle with Funaki. That was... <laughs> Funaki, ah. did, Funaki did the UGL... I forgot about that. Oh, my God. UGLY. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. That's what... That's what Funaki did in response. Did they really rap battle? Because I do not remember that shit. Yeah, all, all Funaki did was U G L Y. You ain't did was U G L Y. You ain't got no alibi. You what he did. It's like of all wow. people to battle with. I, I, it's something I really didn't see coming, and I still I think about that pretty often. I'm like, whenever people talk about hip hop, that kind of pops into my mind. But yeah, that's that's my list. Uh, you mentioned Stephanie, right? So, I, yeah. <laughs> that's, you, yeah. that's its own thing. That's its own I thing. Know. That was, was times were different back then. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, we're we're TVMA, so I think it's okay that uh, I'm able to show this brief picture. Uh, I'll just show it very briefly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's yeah. Not, yep. Like John yep. T is like, no, no, that it, like to to whatever love interest. No, 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 that never happened. Please, 
please. No, I don't right. think I don't think that ever happened. But for her, that was during the ruthless aggression era too, right? That was still the uh, like early like during that before before um, hustle, loyalty, respect. Like when he was still the doctor of thugonomics. <laughs> you know, there's. I think even this one too. That I don't know if you guys remember this one, but I think this one as well. How Cena's Facial reaction really surprised me when uh, this part. I don't know you guys remember that. <laughs> Him and the boogeyman. And he's just like, man. He wanted to say, what the fuck? He, he's so bad I wanted to say it. And another one that I think, if Devin, if you're watching, I'm going to bury your, your, your tribal chief. Because when Cena feuded with him the first time at No Mercy, when he told him, Man, I could do this full. You know, I, why do you tell him? Fuck, what was it? I could do everything you do full time. I could do this part time. And it, and oh, then when he buried him, hey, it's called a promo, kid. Come on, give me a promo. And he literally just broke. Roman could have had nothing to say. He was like, "Fuck, shit." But you know what? One more before so we can end this. I think another one that I don't know if you guys enjoyed. Um, uh, I think I enjoyed it. The, the the rivalry the everything when they first started I think I hope you guys were excited when you guys saw this feud for the first time and I think for me when this finally happened and then it it became fruition was Cena and AJ Styles can you guys say that you guys enjoyed that feud at least I yeah don't, you know, I mean, that it was incredible great. I I can't believe it slipped my mind you know it it was it like the really ultimate like, it wasn't a moment per se it was a feud. Yeah, yeah, it was a great between between those two. It's like the in the ultimate indies versus WWE kind of mentality. Yeah. And I know, like in a few years, it would you know in the future we'll have you know I'm I'm praying for it, but I don't know if we'll ever see it. You know, our Kenny Omega versus John Cena. That's the that's my dream right there. Someday, you know, I mean, as long as they're both breathing, who knows what's possible. Well, I want to. Yeah. I, I want to thank John Cena for following us on Twitter too. So thank you. Yes, there thank you, you John. Yes, we appreciate you for following Dwe, us on Twitter. Dwebuchi, Dwebuchi, John Cena. That's how you're feeling, Dwebuchi. Dwebuchi. Oh. That's. I think that's thank you. Yeah, Dwebuchi. I thought it was Sheshe in Chinese. Oh, I'm, I'm. No, I think that's. I'm sorry. Whoopsie. <laughs> Oh, Sheshe is. I'm sorry. I thought it was. Sheshe is. Thank you. Oh. I think is like, sorry, my bad. There you That's go. Sheshe is. Thank you. There you go. Sheshe. Yeah. Kutsamida uh, for everyone who are audio platform listeners from China or, or Korea. There you go. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We're done for our top five. It was a, a great, but uh, great moment for John Cena. I'm very happy for him. That he's twenty having his twenty year anniversary on Raw. He'll be he'll be on Raw on Monday night. I can't wait to see him and see what he tells Vincent. Man, yeah, three million dollars, eh? <laughs> <laughs> More than WCW. More than WCW, right? My God. But yes, I want to go ahead and thank everyone for tuning in here on the live episode. We'll come back with another top five. Uh, next Friday, which we're trying to debate what top five. If you have a top five that you would like us to do, comment right below. Let us know, and we could actually go ahead and do it. Why not? Uh, there's so many that we could do, but you know what? The head honcho, the director here is the, the main man 
right here. I have it is, and sometimes you like them. This was your idea, so this was your pick. You get to pick shit. <laughs> no. Don't put it all on me, man. Hey, because you're the director. You direct this everywhere, man. I, I That's do what it is. Because, yes, you know, because you are, because we're all of us here, we're, you know, top flight. The world, Craig. Shit. Not just the city, the world. That's right. The world. <laughs> the world. <laughs> it's a water yes. goal. Ah, there you go. But, see, yes, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week because we're back with MMA because next Wednesday we'll be talking about UFC 276. Oh, ooh, I am excited for that card. That's just going to be ah, – I I have to hit – I, I got to do the flatness for this one because I think that card is going to be <clears throat> yes, – it will be. That will be most definitely – and of course, our weekly episode on Thursday nights. We'll be back with 108 recapping Forbidden Door and much pro wrestling news on Friday. You'll see what our next our pro wrestling five, our top five picks will be for on Friday. And also, we are seven away to hit 300, 293 subscribers right now, ladies and gentlemen. We need seven more to go ahead and let's hit that number 300, ladies and gentlemen. We're almost there. Uh, and I'm just and thank you for everyone for subscribing and joining us and tuning in. We appreciate the love and support, and you know we're gonna keep on doing this for you guys because you guys are at, you demand you ask we deliver. That's right. And also to our Twitter followers, 1,455. That is a lot as well. Thank you so much for that. That's it means to the world to people, us. Yeah. And that's a lot, and we and appreciate you guys for all the Twitter followers and of course. On the COD, we have 1,089 followers. Thank you so much for everything. So once again, this is the host, Stevie's one. I've been ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the director himself. Make sure that you subscribe to Fake Destroy. It's on our link tree where you can you know, listen oh, to yeah. them, follow them, and follow the director himself because he, man, this guy he does wonders in this world, ladies and gentlemen. He does. That's right. And of course, the six and nine himself because he is so self-proclaimed. Just like Bill Watts, Eddie Graham, Vince McMahon, and Vern Gagne. That's what he claims to be. That's just what he claims to be. And so, as we're going to say here, uh, au revoir, salut, because my birthday weekend, woo, woo, woo. Happy oh, birthday. Woo. Started today. Today yeah. until all the way till Monday when I wake up with a hangover Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what it is. But yes, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm gonna let, of course, Mr. MGC tell the world, the world, Craig, the world. Tell them what do we all do here on the COD and Fake Destroyed and the League of Destroyed podcast and Pantheon and Suplexology. Tell the world what we all do. We don't make podcasts. We make history. history. I love it. Will over and over. Make over and over. History. Over and over and over and over. <laughs>